Hello, welcome to Side Dish, your podcast about Longmont, all the stuff you want to know and very little that you need to know. I am Eric Ozempa. And I am Brady Steffel. All right, we are in a special happy hour edition of Side Dish. We typically uh, tape this in the afternoons on a weekday, but we are doing this on a weekend. Yeah. And uh, just thought we would kick back and, and have a few drinks. So if Brady starts slurring, you'll know. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Eric said he's drinking uh, wine, and I got me a little Manhattan here. Uh, it's five o'clock, so don't don't worry about us too much. Yeah, don't freak out too much. We're not at ten a.m., so it's all right. good. Yeah, yeah. If you get a little weird, <laughs> was, our normal time is eleven it's o'clock like, on Mondays. Like, yeah, exactly. Or if it was like eight a.m., then we'd be a yeah, little concerned. We're gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go uh, ride my scooter all over town now. So. That's right. That's right. Crash, crash. Hey, and we thought we would do, we got a couple of probably tidbits about Longmont that we wanted to cover in the buzz, but uh, but we actually wanted to do a deep dive on why people should move to Longmont or consider being in Longmont. Uh, we did this program, gosh, probably about a year and a half ago almost, maybe a, no, a year ago. Say, so how long have we been doing this? Well, it's really almost been about a year and a half, actually, because we started in September of 2019, and here we are time, in 2021. Crazy. Time flies when you're having yeah, fun. Yeah, this is crazy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, but um, real quickly, I, I don't know if you uh, – I do have a tidbit of news here real quick that I want to let everybody know, but um, there is a shop on – between 9th and 10th on Main Street, it's where the Sunflower um, Furniture Store and that Restoration Barn, but there's a florist or a floral shop there. It's called Floria. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. I'm not sure I am, but it's F-L-O-R-E-A, and they are actually moving to the kitchen space. Do you remember the kitchen houseware place um, on Main Street, which was across from quarters and yeah, yeah, yeah. also low, so that's low like the 400 inches. yeah the quarter of the 400 500 blocks somewhere yeah there. exactly so that was where that kitchen home store that was uh, opened by the owners of ace so they they actually opened it up there but floria is moving there on cool. february 21st so that'll be pretty cool so to occupy that space yeah ace. i i still am sad that 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 store closed i mean good on these other yeah. this new place we're going in there i i did like that we would go in there once in a while and I'd fallen over the nice knives um, yeah. for anybody who hasn't heard me rave about all of the jobs that I had in the past. I used to, I used to run a kitchen and I I've got a couple knives and one that needs replacing. And uh, we go in there and you know, you just fall and it was like, Oh, like $200 yeah. for it. Like this seems yeah, exactly. reasonable, right? This is just the normal thing that a normal person does. Um, but we did go up to ACE. So if you're missing that place, you go up to ACE. They've got a lot of selection. They're trying to bring a lot of that stuff back up there. They had a nice selection of knives and uh Bought myself one for Christmas, bought some for my parents for Christmas. Now that finally the gifts are all mailed and received, we bought knives and I made a cutting board for my folks and uh, went over very well. But my dad said, doesn't work very well. The food still falls off it and lands on the floor. (laughs) The funny guy. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but I I just am excited about, you know, I, I too was kind of bummed about that kitchen store going out. The one thing I, I was really excited about that, um, you know, they were getting really into demos and doing some yeah. demos. And then, of course, COVID hit. And yeah. I just really think that that collective cooking, um, Sandy and I have done some of that stuff. And really, it's kind of cool and fun if you go to some place yeah. and, and you cook together with some other group of strangers. It's kind of fun <laughs> yeah. for a little while. I probably yeah. wouldn't want to cook a full meal with people like, you know, hours and hours and hours. But, just talking to, we were just in the yeah. bulk store this afternoon. It was talking about... Um, there's kitchen people and there's there's not kitchen people and there's some people that says, hey, I, I don't want anything to do with it. And it's like if you if you work in a kitchen, you have to be willing to like 
hate everybody that's with you. <laughs> but then also like go out and party with them and have a great time. And it's it's like a really high stress. Everybody's doing it. Everybody's doing it wrong. If your stuff's not up when it's supposed to be, when the guy that the lead says it's supposed to be up, then, then you're in for, and it gets to be real colorful. But uh, the most interesting people I've ever worked with, I think, were uh, kitchen people. They're nuts. Yeah, it is really funny. My son, you know, Jacob really loves the restaurant scene. And in fact, he, that's what he loves working in. So he's in college, but he just absolutely <clears throat> loves just the adrenaline. I think it's just the adrenaline rush of hanging out. With I have never had a shift in any other job that I've ever worked go by so fast as a kitchen yeah. shift. doesn't yeah. matter what you're doing. If you're the dishy back there in the pit scrubbing, or if you're the, if you're the lead on the line, it's like those hours go fast and they are intense and insane. And then all of a sudden it's the end of the day and it's like, wow. Yeah. So, but it's, you know, back before the old, the weed was legal, our, our disc guys were always stoned out of their minds, but they yeah. got it done. You know, they'd have to go out for a little smoke break and they'd come back, they'd get it done. It's like, I, know. I don't care. Get I think we, I think we spoke about this book, Kitchen Confidential to anybody who has never read it. I mean, Anthony Bourdain, yeah. I just think it is such a great, um, I never worked in restaurants. But for what you know, what you're describing, what other people described to me about, he is spot on about describing what it's like to work in a kitchen. He, when I was reading it, I'm like, wow, this is, this is what it was. This is a mess. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it, it's it's good stuff. And then it, it, I mean, it genuinely can give you an appreciation for what's going on in your restaurants, an appreciation for cooks and stuff. And um, because of all the the service work, retail work that I've done in the past, um, I I do find myself being very sympathetic to people who. Mm-hmm work at a cash register because I've done that or, or who work on, on the line and stuff and to produce good food consistently. Um, I don't think are- we, we have mean people that listen to this, but we can't probably stress that enough. Like if you're being waited on by anybody, retail yeah. service industry, you know, just treat them well with respect and tip them generously. Yeah. Especially now. Yeah. Yeah. Especially now. Yeah. So, hey, hey, let's do Longmont stuff so this doesn't blow down yeah, into 50 exactly. minutes of we drunk and up. rambling. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so we wanted to hit the Longmont stuff and talk about, like, why people should consider relocating to Longmont or why they should consider making Longmont their home. And um, do you want can, do you want me to guess one of them that you have on your list? Or oh, well, how, geez, you, how do you I want mean, to do this? I So my thought is really, like, when, when I see – I see these discussions online like once a week. Like, hey, I'm thinking of moving to Longmont. Hey, I've got a job offer in Longmont. Hey, we are moving to Longmont. What do you guys know about Longmont? Where should we move to? What should we do? What's What are the schools like? What's the nightlife like? And I've got all kinds of reasons to move to, to Longmont. I mean, it's a great dog culture. It's a great outdoors culture. It's a great blah, 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 blah. There's so many things, but people have so many questions so often. So, I mean, um, my list is, I mean, good for me. There's stuff that's good for other people. Um, so yeah, I mean, wherever you want to start with this, we can. You go I mean, for it. You go for it. I'm I'm gonna let you take the lead. So you go for All it. All right. So well, Longmont, people are moving here like crazy. This is what we know. And Longmont in 2013, I moved here, and it was sort of still a pretty sleepy town. A big flood had just come through. Big, big, like thousand year style flood. It was all over the national news if you missed it, and it ripped up a whole bunch of stuff, and it displaced a bunch of people from other communities. And they, this is really as far as I understand it, when people really started moving to Longmont in earnest, because when I moved here in 2013, I barely got an apartment. Like I really struggled to find a place to live. Before that, houses were sitting on the market, not selling for years. The house that we wound up buying, which was kind of a turkey at the time, we got a deal. We paid old Longmont prices on it. It had been put up on the market like once, twice, three times before and just sat and didn't sell. And now there's a house on Francis Street, which 
I mean, if you're listening to this from elsewhere, it's a busy street and a lot of loud cars go through there and somebody bought it and is flipping it. It was a little chicken shack basically mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. is now has a complex roof line and is crazy. And that's what it is now. So Longmont is, it's changing. It is um, about a hundred thousand people situated in Boulder County, which is a progressive place to live, liberal place to live, whatever you want to say. We're not as liberal, as crazy as, as Boulder, but we're still compared to where I grew up in Minnesota or where I've lived in Kansas. It's a pretty progressive place to live and you're that's going to be part of your life. So I want to interrupt you real quick. Do you think that that has changed within the last five years as far as progressive? We don't really talk about politics, but I do think it's interesting and to oh note God, to I the listeners about, about how – I because I, I believe that too. I think it has gotten much more progressive – in just the last few years yeah. than, it, oh, I, than it has. What I actually tell Kelsey um, when, we're, when we're driving, we'll be on 3rd Street, we'll be driving. And 3rd Street's sort of in the Old Town Corridor if you're not from the area. And it's one of the oldest streets and it's got these beautiful tree line, whatever is a fairly desirable place to be. And I'll say, geez, the people around here, they look better than they did when we moved here. Like <laughs> this, this neighborhood looks better than when we first moved here. And that's just a like money is moving in like progressive liberal people are moving here. And I think that's just part of it. Like people who want to be athletic, people who want to train and run. And so you see attractive people just out running and it's like, okay, when we first moved here, it was very much kind of a sleepy town. And Mm -hmm. now this is shifting and probably some of the, the neighborhoods that are closer to Boulder on that end with the newer houses that have easier commutes to historically where all the jobs would have been for that kind of family. That was probably like that before, but where I'm at, I definitely have noticed uh, a sea change in like the types of people that I see. I see a million people walking dogs. I see um, all kinds of, of people out running and jogging and just trying to experience the the outdoors here. So I, I think it's, it's definitely mm-hmm. changing mm-hmm. and you see a lot of political stuff in the yards and it is very left leaning. Um, I mean, you've got the, the odd dissenting voice, which is fine. Um, but it is very much, if you go around the neighborhoods in town, it, it will be like a, a blue county. You're going to be in a liberal community. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's reflected in policies that the city council has done. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fact, I, I just saw something today about how they're trying to get the safe lot pushed through. I think that they're actually closer to that if they didn't actually pass something. I didn't yeah. read the whole article. Yeah. So for those who don't know, um, this type of area also then attracts um, many people who are down on their luck. For looking for greener pastures so people come here who are experiencing homelessness who are down on their luck and in spite of economic downturns and struggles if you want a job the trades are absolutely booming here re what i was just saying about this house on my street that's like that's everywhere in town everything is being bought up fixed flipped um so if you want to work in trades and you want to come here there's stuff there if you want to work in tech there's stuff there too um Good luck getting somebody to pour concrete, though. I mean, if you're that kind of person. Oh, I know. It's it's really difficult. I mean, the, you know, to your point, it's really difficult to get somebody to come in who is in the construction trades to work on a house because they are just called away for other things, larger yeah. projects, larger building projects, that sort of thing. The one thing I, I do get concerned about is that, you know, along with all the, dare say, gentrification of Longmont yeah. is this sense of displacing people who have either lived here a long time or displacing people who are not of an economic status that can afford to live here or didn't buy early, so to speak. Right. Like, you know, my wife and I would be probably hard pressed to buy our house. And you know, we were fortunate to buy our house a long time ago and 
we'd be hard pressed to probably. Yeah. And I'm, you know, without diving too deep into our own financial situation, I, you know, we're, we're very comfortable here because we bought at old Longmont prices. Could we afford this house now? Yes. It would be a very hard pill to swallow. Yeah. Yeah. Be a definite lifestyle adjustment. Our house in this area has doubled in price. Yeah. I mean, probably more than. And many, many houses in this area have where when we first moved here, there was sort of this soft cap in the old neighborhood in Old Town where you'd say a house, nobody's going to buy a house for more than $600,000. That's insane. Doesn't matter what the house is, nobody's going to pay that. And the next year it was, nobody's going to buy a house for more than $700,000. Nobody's going to buy a house for more than $800,000. And it's up, there's houses for sale now for over a million dollars. Yeah. And these like, not to be put off if you're coming from elsewhere, if you're thinking of moving here. There are plenty of houses that are in the four to five hundred range. They're harder to find. These are these are grand old houses built in the late eighteen hundreds in like the most desirable areas of the old district with beautiful trees and stuff. Yeah, so, I mean that being said, like if you're coming from the Midwest and you're coming to Boulder or Longmont or our area, it can be a big sticker shock. I know my uncle was considering moving here and was freaked out many years ago by even the prices back then. And so, you know, but if you're coming from say the Bay area, Bay area, California, Maryland, Connecticut, you come here and you're like, wow, I didn't realize it was so cheap. Yeah. It's easy, different, different relative. Yeah. um, And then, so you're coming from there and you say, ah, geez, I live in San Francisco or I live, you know, I got a commute from Oakland or something. Um, And you say, God, I'm going to be in an hour each way, bumper to bumper traffic in LA. Like my brother was, for a while that stinks like that's terrible here they go ah well you know what it's like it's a half an hour to boulder i mean rush hour can make it a bit longer there's a decent bus system that takes you uh to boulder there's there's plenty of jobs in town too if you can find them um and you go like that's not so bad especially if you come a little bit of equity um you're used to these higher home prices it's still fairly affordable given but the, the home prices have gone up and right now um and this is recorded for anybody who's wondering, this is recorded in January, 2021. Right now there is almost no houses for sale on the market. Yeah. The volume, the word I'm looking for, the volume is there's nothing. Yeah. Um, there's a few houses. There's a lot of apartment units coming on sale. There's stuff for rent. There's places to live. You're going to pay a premium right now. If you want to move in between people moving here, houses not being built because there's not a lot of space left. Um, and then COVID. And then it's also like spring is usually spring and summer are much better times. I'm not a realist realtor, but I play one on TV, but you know, there, <laughs> but you know, really, if you're looking to buy or sell a home, it's typically more in the spring. So winter isn't normally a, a great time anyway. Uh, but yeah, I think, you're right. I mean, when you drive around nothing. right now, you know, and I think nothing. the other thing too, is with COVID, you're seeing a lot of people saying, you know, I love that great loft apartment that I had in a metro area, but gosh, I'd really like to be, now that I could work remotely from anywhere, Right? wouldn't it be great if I could have a nice city lot or even a bigger lot and maybe acreage and I could go outside and enjoy all the open space and trails. Right. And, you know, I think, I think the West, you're just seeing a huge demand for that just because of that. Yeah. And that like to, to brighten this picture yeah um, there is the the new apartments that were built um in the main in like the the main old corridor of, of the town on uh was it main street and basically mm-hmm. first second. Mm-hmm. there was a new complex built and eric and i are like well geez who, who wants to live this? this is really expensive but it comes with the beautiful you know beautiful amenities if you're a young working couple you don't you're not ready to buy a house 
um, I was doing PT and the woman that was my physical therapist, um, she said she loved it. It was great. So it works for some people. You know, if you want to do that, you're going to save up, you're going to buy it. And you're either two people earning decent money. It's not such a big deal. But for me, I'm going, wow, that's that's pretty expensive. And there are more of those types of places to live here coming online. Mm-hmm. So there are places to live, but it is not going to be a, hey, you know, I'm I'm just scraping by here. I want to go to greener pastures. It, it could be a difficult move if you wanted to come here. Yeah, it's not like Indianapolis, Indiana, which is one of the most affordable places to live where you could buy a house right. for $180,000 or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. I look back at where yeah. I grew up in New Orleans, Minnesota, and it's like, oh, my God, there's a house for $60,000. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> buy this and store my junk there. Like, oh, It's God. all about all about location. So aside from housing, like what – I know, you know, the school, I want to let our listeners know the school systems are exceptional um, in this area. And I know, I know that for a fact, because I had kids who have gone through this, this school district and just other people, other people's families, you know, those kids, those people with families actually move here and are rest assured by the fact that their kids are going to be well taken care of in the school system. So, yeah, that's a big thing. Longmont is very much the place where people in this county who want to, because Boulder this area of Boulder County, the city of Boulder is the second biggest tech corridor behind Silicon Valley. So there's a lot of tech stuff going on here in addition to the, the trade stuff. But people who say, all right, I've been working for Google. I've been working for Oracle or whoever else is all down there. They say, I want a place now where I can have a yard and some, and, you know, raise children. That's, that's who comes along. Mine. So the nightlife, I wouldn't come here saying, boy, I want to go out and go clubbing. Cause you're going to be, yeah, that's a really great um, segue. I was going to ask you that like as a single person, you're not a single person, but as a, a long single person, do you think I used to say that it was a family town and that if you were single, Longmont would be a difficult place to live. I don't know if that's necessarily <clears throat> true as much anymore. Um, I don't think it is, but I think if you move out here, uh, there's a, there's a subreddit based around Tinder and there's a Colorado subreddit and they sort of overlap when they're talking about, Hey, what kind of person, what kind of people can you meet if you're trying to date? And if you're like, there's complaints by women that all of the men's profiles are identical. If you move to Colorado, it is, it is a guy in flannel, uh, drinking beer with his dogs, talks about how much he loves to hike, to bike, to row, to fish, whatever. And that's, that's like the, the, the width and breadth. Of, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I get it. Like, why else would you move here? Our beer culture is fairly phenomenal. Longmont has what, four to six breweries going on, a couple distilleries. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of open air seating. There's a lot of convivial feel in these places. They're nice to go to, nice places to spend outside. And I'd like to throw in, uh, we're a little liberal in how we define this, but we get 300 days of sun a year. So it's always very sunny. The winters are fairly warm and moderate. The nights get cold, but the days are still sunny and warm. It's nice yeah. to take your dogs out for a walk. Humidity, lack of humidity is a desirable quality too. As right. Well. Yeah. Lack of bugs. I mean, yeah. for yeah. all intents and purposes. Um, I mean, I thought probably an even dozen mosquitoes last year. Yeah. For yeah. all the rage and worry about West Nile, like, yeah. I think but- I had... Both Brady and I are familiar with uh, Minneapolis mosquitoes and it's like they're wildlife. So are Minnesota mosquitoes and it's like wildlife over there. And it's like, Oh yeah. They'll, they'll band together and just carry you off so that they can just keep on feeding. uh, (laughs) I've been out in Oregon too, in in, um, uh, Eastern Oregon where it's really wet and humid and those things are as big as cats. I mean, you can't fend them off. It's insane. Remember we went there once and there was a thing that said, there are no refunds based on mosquitoes. We're not going to give you your money back. 
So the uh, the campground was very much like no, like this is you. We know <laughs> yeah, what you're gonna get. Bad. You know what you're gonna get. Too bad. Yeah. So I actually drove back into town about like two cans of spray for that. But there, I mean, there's there's no bugs. Um, it is dry. Uh, we're at altitude, which is a bit of an adjustment, but not in the world. Um, and the culture here is very much like like the the Tinder guy, like that. You know, it's if you like beer, if you like going outside, there's plenty of outdoor activities. There's fishing. There's swimming. There's running. There's biking. I think this is basically the United States road biking Mecca is Boulder County. Yeah. yeah. Pro teams camp here. Cause you're at altitude, which is good for yep. improving your blood, your cardiovascular system. And then there's world-class training with all the mountains. So you see droves, swords, hordes, whatever you want to yes. call it, like just groups and groups and groups of um, bikers, road bikers, particularly on the weekend mornings uh, to the point where if you want to ride around, drive around out in the County, holy cow, there's people everywhere. Like, yeah. what do y'all do? But that's that's a big part of life here is that sort of experience. And you see lots of people who go fishing. You see lots of people who are doing X, Y, and Z too. So hiking is big. So you're not going to find a place anymore where you go, I'm going to move to Boulder County. I'm going to take my fishing rod and I'm not going to see another person as I cast for trout the entire that's day. That's true. Yeah. That is not the case. Well, there's a few places that I could suggest, but I won't tell people what they are. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh yeah, the other thing too is I don't want it to sound so snotty like you have to be totally buff to be here. But no, I, I think the you know because I'm not, <laughs> so no, I'm right. still here. <laughs> so, but I do think that there is you know I think if you enjoy the outdoors, this is a perfect match. Yep. You know if you don't really if your thing is to like go to a gigantic. I'm thinking of like the Galleria Mall in Dallas, Texas, and that's right. your thing. Like you want to go shopping in a mall. This no. is probably a little bit difficult or an adjustment because you'd have to drive to probably Flatirons or Loveland or somewhere, you know, Superior, Louisville. Yeah, you're looking at 20, 30, 40 minutes to do. Yeah. To go find like, that adventure. Yeah. yeah. If you want that, this is, Longmont has long been in need of better clothes shopping, better yeah. shopping, shopping, whatever. And that's, it, it is what it is. You know, like I, yeah. I get by. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've got a Best Buy. I can buy a TV. We've got a cool record shop on Main Street. We've got some hipstery stuff. We've got enough shopping that you're going to get by. But if you've got particular things that you want, if you like the adventure shopping, not really it. Again, nightlife, not really the yeah. place to be. And if you want like all of the amenities, fancy, like deep, like an expansive selection for restaurants and stuff, mm -hmm. that's also not it. We've got great places to go eat. We've got cute places where they'll take care of you that have great ambiance, very hipstery, fun to go mm -hmm, and be. Mm -hmm. But if you want to have just boundless selection, again, not for you. Like, in, but you can go. what is cool about that is you're adjacent to Denver and Boulder that yeah. have those amenities. So if you do want to partake and, you know, I mean, Boulder is, is loaded with restaurants. So if you do want to take a field trip, you can go over there. And yeah. I think it just eventually restaurants being as they are right now, considering the pandemic, I think it's just, you know, it's going to be a bit of a pause, but I think you're going to see some more Yeah, as, as more and more people come here, you're just going to see more and more changes. And this is something that's also worth pointing out when, when we first moved here in 2013, uh, the selection for restaurants was, I mean, it was pretty sad to be honest. There yeah. were plenty of places to go, whatever, but nothing that really, I thought this is drawing me out of the house. Now there's, there's a lot more, a lot has happened in the last five to seven years here that has been amazing. And I, I foresee this place as continuing to grow. I foresee house prices continuing to grow. I see everything as sort of continuing to grow. One of the big issues we have with this is we're bound by the amount of space that we can use. We're, we're surrounded by 
green space, open space, space that's been bought by the, the city or the county or whatever that can't be developed. It's, it yep. has to be maintained as a farm or as a recreational area. So Longmont as, as a city has capped on how big it is. We're infilling. Every little spot is being yeah. bought up, repurposed, improved, whatever. And so that kind of thing is happening, which means that you know the, the housing prices go up as a result. So that said, we've got all kinds of people coming here and a lot of new amenities coming. And also we should we should point out that the demographic is like what 75, 70, 75% white. And then Yeah, so 30% Latino. Um yep. we do have a, a and I think the next demographic would be um Asian American and then we have some African Americans. And I think that, you know, for me, that is probably one of the shortfalls I'd say is it'd be great to get more diversity in Longmont. And I think that that will, it has happened, but is it, you know, are we talking about East coast? Are we talking about the Bay area? No, we're not. But, but I mean, 30% Latino, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. And for me that, you know, just making sure that we can um, welcome people of, of really of any background color, um, is is really an important value I think that Longmont has, and so just making sure that we we're an accepting and inviting and welcoming place I think is really important. At least, for and this me is personally. coming from two yeah. like old white guys. Yeah, exactly. But, like I feel like we have a robust Latino community and a banging taco scene. Yes. Um, you know, like there's there's that was kind of my thing is like you know the restaurant scene. There's a big discussion online all the time about who has the best tacos, and that's you know going to be a continuous fight. It is. So, but there's a lot of that type of selection here too. So while this like different communities are sort of expressed and seen in different ways, um, you do have a lot of different culture happening here too, um, which is we do. Yeah, it's not all like it's not all pub food. I mean, we got an excellent Peruvian restaurant. We got some excellent like. Uh, Mexican American restaurants. We've got, you know, taco scene is awesome. We've got a great Indian restaurant, or at least a few um, sushi restaurants, some other really good places. So it's not like just, I mean, when I grew up here, it was pretty much Michael Shays, nothing against yep. Michael Shays, but it was Michael Shays, an Irish pub, and that yep. was about it. And a Perkins. Yeah. Those people who love Perkins, you can still come to Perkins, but corn, corned beef hash. And the one thing that my friends from Boston say about Longmont that I do find really endearing, and even Boulder lacks this now. When I grew up in Boulder, there were much more breakfast options, but we actually have this amazing breakfast scene here. Meaning, if you if breakfast is your thing and you like to hang out and have a cup of coffee and some good breakfast, I mean, it's amazing what you can get here. I mean, there are a lot of options for like brunch yeah. breakfast here. And yeah. the other thing, too, to point out is, is that a lot of people look at me like crazy when I tell them this, but you know, for the most part, the people in the mountain West are like early risers and like breakfast for us is like 8 AM, 9 AM. Yep. You know, brunch is brunch is kind of a thing, but really not. It's not nearly like what it is in the East coast where it's like 11 to one or whatever. Right. That is not a, a mountain West thing. We're no, like, we roll out of bed. rise, get out, do something. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Pack your face full of like high grade eggs, you know, yeah. your, your organic <laughs> eggs. Exactly. I should I should put it in here. I'm looking at the notes of the last time we did this, and I think our housing prices in the last time we did this were uh, median home price was three hundred ninety thousand dollars, and since we've done this, they're up to four thirty five for the median yeah. home price. Yeah, so that's Absolutely. that's the kind of 
that's the kind of uh, changes we've seen. But is Mr. Money Mustache, I believe that's the name. There's a, a famous guy who talks about, you know, how to kind of reel in your expenses. One of those ways that you could do that is getting rid of your car. So if you think about it, if you want to sacrifice a home and not have a car because you could work remotely, you certainly could do that and maybe afford something a little bit more in line with what we're talking about right now. But yeah, so like that's a that's a thing. You could get by without a car here. It's always a challenge to get by without a car, but yeah. we do have free buses. Again, back to the progressive policies. Yep. We have yep. uh, free free buses. And of course, you're going to have to transfer and whatever, so you might want to bike down to the the stop, but that's that's good. Like it's it's not too bad. Um, we have bicycle culture too, as well. I will say that, and yep. you know, of course, we have Uber and Lyft and everybody, everything else. But you know, right. Yeah. Um, how long would you say it takes to get to the airport? How long do you think it takes to get to downtown Denver? So when I used to, so I used to commute to downtown Denver for I did it for 14 years, and so even I think I, I went down to downtown Denver probably a couple months ago. And, mm-hmm. you know, again, with COVID, I always plan on an hour. Like if I'm yep. going to downtown Denver, if I'm going to like somewhere further south, like if I had to go to south Denver, I'd probably plan on maybe an hour 20, something like that. Yep. Uh, the airport is a good, you know, if you take the toll road, which is really easy. That is not probably, cheap, though. No, it's not cheap, but it's probably less than, you know, less than an hour. And, I can do, you know, I you, can, you could do the toll road, too, if you... No, actually, at least por- partially, you could probably do an HOV lane, like it would be free, basically. But but once you get on 470, which is the toll, major toll road going there, yeah, you're going to pay some money. Yeah. And yeah. so I think it's about four bucks one way, I yeah. think. Yep. To get, And I, I think it's worth it for as often as I drive it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because the, the other route is probably an extra half an hour. Well, yeah. And pretty much you have to go to Denver and then turn, go east. And that's a yeah. pain in the butt. So. Yeah. So I will, what I will say about this um, is that one of the things about moving here is that all of a sudden everybody came to visit us. Yeah. Because we, true. when we lived in Kansas, even when we lived in Virginia, my, our family barely came. I don't think my family ever came. My wife's family came out like once, maybe twice. And then when we lived in Kansas, nobody ever wanted to come and visit. It's like, yeah, hey, we're in Kansas. We're not so far away. And they're like, we're, <laughs> we're not coming. Yeah. <laughs> but if you don't care when you fly, the the tickets, for example, from Minneapolis to Denver, you can you can be had in the off season for like forty bucks. Yeah, it's insane. And then you're forty five minutes from the airport. It's a pretty easy run, hour yep. and a half, two hours round trip. You pick somebody up. Not a big deal. So that piece of it works out pretty well too. And with the good weather and da, 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 you know just. Just make sure you have somewhere to stick them because fish and families stink after three days. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> well, and the other, <laughs> excuse me, the other thing. Was, <laughs> here I'm drink, choking. Eric. Yeah, here I'm choking. Um, the other thing too is that you know we're failing to mention the skiing. Of course, skiing is in the West, and yep. you know people are drawn to Colorado for the skiing, so it's pretty easy to get to the ski slopes from Longmont as well, and. You know, I always like to think like what's north and south. So if you really, really want to be alone and you really want to see Colorado probably for what it was years ago, Wyoming is two hours away. <laughs> and there's some great Basically. fishing, yep. great fishing and great hiking and great camping up there. So that is a wonderful backyard area. And then Santa Fe is like another six hours away, seven hours away. Yep. And yep. that is, you know, that's cool to have that kind of down the road too as well. So, I mean, you got... 
some really good, great amenities. You know, it'll take you a while if you go east to get anywhere like Kansas City and that sort of thing. Not to disparage Kansas. I love Kansas. No, really, but that, that you can go that to is, Hayes, Kansas, if you want, you can go to Wichita, but I'm just saying I'll, I'll disparage. Cause I came from one of the States that people don't typically want to, <laughs> that's right. I was born and raised. Southern Minnesota is nothing to see. It's corn and beans as far as the eye can see. And then you drive yeah. through South Dakota, then Wyoming and maybe Montana, maybe Wyoming, whatever. And there's, there's not much going on until you get to the rolling Rocky badlandy stuff, which yeah. used to be a bit yeah. interesting, but from oof, middle of Ohio until oof, Wyoming, it, it gets to be. You know, it's flat. It is. It's the Midwest. That's, yeah. You, you yeah. can grow crops. You can do all kinds of amazing things out there. I was born and raised there. I have a great affinity for it. But if you want to do outdoor, bikey, hikey, fishy, you know, like you can fish easier in Minnesota, let's be honest, with all the lakes. But all of that is here. <clears throat> and so we talk about all of the things that have changed, the struggle it can be to live here. But it is a beautiful place to be. It's a wonderful place. It's awesome. And you know, the the thing I would say is, is I will challenge you on the fishing. Yes. I mean, you can go to several lakes in Minnesota and that sort of thing. But, but if your thing is fly fishing and you're into that, you know, I can't think of anywhere else, but the West, that's, it's pretty cool for that. I mean, you are, you know, if you go North, you are in gold medal waters in the North Platte and you can go to Rocky Mountain National Park. And, and we are, yeah, that was one thing that we failed to mention too, is like, you just go down the road and you're at Rocky Mountain National Park and Estes Park and Estes Park, which reminds me of a Midwestern town stuck in the mountains. It's really funny, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but you can get taffy and caramel corn to your heart's content there, but you can also go and explore and hike and that sort of thing. And so, you know, we're, we're in a really great area. And to your point, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you're going to go, on boulder creek in boulder outside of boulder or you're going to go maybe in certain areas that are close by and try to fish you're going to probably run into some people but yeah it is still pretty there are some places to get away if you if you want it don't want to see anybody it's pretty amazing yeah just places to get lost but it is you know it's a pretty full busy place compared to the places where i grew up yeah you know you're not going to get lost in a cornfield in town here no that is true that is true. Yeah. So, I mean, overall, what we're saying is, yeah, there can be challenges because it's a growing, booming town. But when it comes down to it, it's a it's a beautiful community. Um, a lot of caring, interesting people, a lot of like funky, hippie kind of stuff going on on the side. Um, it's just a fun, engaging community to be a part of. And it's been warm and welcoming. And I've met a lot of impressive people here. And we had been moving a lot before we came here and there's still part of me that says, Oh, it's, it's time to move again because that's been part of who I was for so long for college and then for Kelsey's PhD and for all the rest of it. But there's a big part of me that just loves being here and can just see myself living. I mean, in this old Turkey of a house, I guess for as long as I hold on, like everyone, he's got a great house. So don't let him fool you. But anyway, Uh, you didn't see it when we first moved in. Like, you know, like it was terrible. It was terrible. Like the siding is rotten. And the, yeah, the, the, it's everyone. It's the Manhattan talking. So don't worry about it. Whatever he said. Uh, whatever. I spent a lot. I put a lot of sweat equity into making <laughs> he, this place. A, he a nice did place. indeed. It is a beautiful home now. So you did put a lot of sweat equity in there. And he will probably, I would guess, be checking with Brady in about 40 years. And he's still living in the same place. He will find and nitpick something that's wrong with the house. Still. Yeah, that's like, like, that's what I'm good at. If you've listened to this podcast, you haven't picked up on this yet. <laughs> I excel on finding an issue that I need to perseverate about and hone in on and obsess about. But we we think it's a great place to be, which is why we do this podcast. So 
If you have any questions, find us at side dish, uh, Longmont at gmail.com. Uh, or you certainly can go to go Google side dish Longmont and you'll find our website and you can actually put a, a comment in there too as well. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, we'd, we'd love to hear from you and tell us what you think about Longmont. If you're living here now, or if you're considering living here, certainly reach out to us and ask us a question. So we're happy to, to either find a, an answer for you or figure it out ourselves, that sort of thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And we'd love yeah. to love to hear from people. And if you want to send us a question, if there's something we missed, if you think that we're idiots, if you live here and you think that we've got it all wrong, eh, look us up. We may or may not care. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, we don't get paid to do this. That's yeah. right. That is we right. We do this yeah. because we, we genuinely love and appreciate the community and everybody and everything that it's all about. So, uh, do drop us a line. Go to the go to the various Whatsy places, the Stitchers and the, the Whatsits, and, and give us the likes because that helps our you know helps us find new people and and give us this this brand of old men yelling at clouds. Absolutely, that's what we do. We just sit here and, and grouse and grapple with the everyday topics. But um, as always, we are thankful for Andy Epler for our intro music. And since we are talking specifically about Longmont. Thought it would be great if we got Jessica Carson here, Clandestine Amigo, and the song Long Gone. Find us wherever you find your pod content. Reach out to us at sidedishlongmont at gmail.com. And um, we look forward to a lot of great episodes in the coming year. And we'll have some special guests here uh, next week. Yeah, and thanks everybody for listening. And we really genuinely appreciate getting, uh, getting mail. So send us some. Thanks, Brady. Thanks, sir.